might even be an understatement for rising UIUC senior, Devin Riley. Devin's break-in story accurately personifies why I created this podcast. He's a hardworking student, and his efforts have paid off with an outstanding internship at the one and only Wyden Kennedy. So he's a media and cinema studies student, and we talk about his background and ability to understand storytelling, production, and distribution of those stories. His break-in revolves around heavy involvement in extracurriculars, meeting the right people, and being the best version of himself. And I'll be honest, I thought Devin was a year older than he is. I thought he too recently graduated with all of his achievements and success. It just made sense in my head. So I was surprised to learn he had one more year of education. And with that, it's even more impressive and the sky is the limit for Devin. So this is a fantastic episode for those out there interested in media, cinema, or learning about great internships. So if you find anything useful, helpful, or funny in this podcast, please give it five stars on the Apple Podcast application. Or if you're scrolling on your phone, which you probably are, head over to Instagram and give our page a follow so you can connect with our guests, and that will be on at entering ad. So at entering ad on Instagram. This is the Breaking and Entering Podcast, and as usual, I am your accomplice, Gino Schellenberger. Devin, can you hear me okay? Yes, sir. I can hear you perfectly fine. Wow, you sound great. Thank you so much for coming on the Breaking and Entering Podcast. Thank you for having me, man. It's an honor. So, Devin, uh, we known each other through college, um, through our American Advertising Federation. They, sh- I feel like they should be uh, sponsoring this podcast uh, just from the amount of guests and the amount of shots I gave them. But it's a good reason. We we met a lot of great people, including I. You know, I met you. So glad. Yeah, that, it's been an awesome ride happened. so far. But we just graduated, right? I will actually be a senior this fall. I knew that. Uh, that was my little test. So you're going to be a senior. And what are you doing now this summer before you graduate? Uh, this summer, I've got an internship. I will be working as a media resident on the Nike team at Widen and Kennedy. Amazing. Um, I think just to give some background, Widen Kennedy has two offices, one in Portland, and one in New York. There might be more than that, but those are the two co-headquarters, I believe. Am I yeah, they've got a couple spots. Um, I think London, maybe Brazil and Japan too, I think. So they're pretty global, which is crazy. Yeah. And it's just like probably the best agency out there. And like just from awards and stuff and, you know, as an ad age fan, it's the place to be, um, especially, you know, going back to their work with uh, the Colin Kaepernick Nike ad. Um, yeah, dream crazy, dream crazy, and then now today with the just don't do it, like don't pretend. Um, I forgot the the name for that, but another groundbreaking um, ad, in my opinion. Yeah, so me too. I think it was a great, great move for them. Um, a great way to take a stance on Black Lives Matter and kind of all the things that are happening in the world today. So it's controversial, but they get great moments and they make the best out of it. Oh, absolutely. I mean. I just love what they do. Um, and I was so excited when it popped up on my feed because I knew they were going to do something and I knew it was going to be great. So it just gave me, yeah. the, it gives me the chills every time. If uh, For the listeners out there that haven't seen it, which I doubt that's possible, 
Uh, go Google it, go on YouTube, go to Ad Age, just type in Wyden Kennedy, Black Lives Matter. Their ad is phenomenal. So how, what a cool time to be a part of such a great agency that recently just won the third year in a row by Ad Age, the like the the best workspace, the ad agency of the year. Yeah. So congrats to you, man. Thank I know you, a lot man. of people I know a lot of people want to intern there and I I actually thought that you graduated. So my, my <laughs> and I keep forgetting that uh, because you were so heavily involved and you still are involved in AAF at U of I, um, you know, running the national student advertising competition. Yeah. Um, so we'll get into that. I want to get into, um, you know, how you got to widen, what your, you know, maybe what your future plans are and just what's like day in the life with you right now as a media um, advisory or resident as you yeah can. sounds good i'm following your lead so any so questions you have just let me know and i'll answer truthfully awesome so let's break it down to college and why do you love advertising how'd you get started in it why 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 i'd probably say well my journey really started off uh freshman year in college i came in undecided so i was just kind of exploring different options honestly i knew that i like sports i knew that I love film, television. So I think advertising is just a good blend of all those different elements. Um, and just taking courses, getting a little bit more knowledge and education on about what advertising is, um, like kind of just the different avenues that you can kind of pursue in the advertising industry was just really interesting. And it was something that I hadn't really thought about. So um, I just really just dove head in um, and really just started to get a lot of experience working with different committees, different uh, agencies, local restaurants. Um, yeah, definitely shout out to AF. They've definitely opened a lot of doors for me. Um, I'm very grateful for all the opportunities that I've had, the people that I've met. Um, so yeah, advertising is a great space um, just to show your cre uh, creativity and branch out a little bit. So yeah. Yeah, it's like the fusion of all those things that you mentioned. You mentioned sports, you mentioned um, like restaurants and it's just the culture of advertising that you have to have your ear to the ground. And I think that's so interesting. Those exactly people, people that are really good at advertising are they're just knowledgeable on all these type, different types of subjects. So knowing you, I can see how that, you know, just plays out perfectly. Thank you. Yeah, I try to keep up to date on all the latest trends and what's going on in the world. And I think a lot of it comes from what I'm studying uh, at school. I'm a media studies major, minor in public relations. So I kind of have to keep up with what's going on around the world, what people are doing, what they're saying and what they like, too. I think that's a big, big proponent. So you're a media and cinema studies major? Yes. OK, so you're not an advertising major, which is interesting. I'm not. Yeah. Ah, now that's good. That's a good change of pace. So what do you learn like what are I, i'm just not familiar with that are you watching movies are you studying like the trends of what, yeah what, what, i'd say like if you're familiar with like the Cannes film festival yep. um they actually debuted parasite which was like a huge international hit um just a film like we talk about like film form um what it like goes into directors decisions in terms of like the industry side like distribution um, how different media companies are organized like vertically, horizontally, um, just a lot of, I'd say like business aspects of what goes into film, what goes into television. Okay. Um, and then you kind of dip into that advertising side as well, because there's a lot of different tie-ins that happen between uh, industries. 
hundred percent. And I can only imagine that that's so interesting because advertising is about storytelling and to study those uh, famous films or what makes a film successful and how to distribute it. That is so cool. And I never really thought about that. I, I didn't, I just never really was in that realm in college. I've yeah. Heard and like, it. it was pretty surprising for me too, honestly. Um, because like I said, I came in undecided and I really just saw the tie-ins and I was like, okay, advertising is something that has a lot of similar elements. So let me learn as much as I can about it and see where yeah. it takes me. And you absolutely did that. So um, you came in undecided and most of us do. I came in undecided. Uh, actually, I came in that ACES major. I don't even know what it stands for. <laughs> nice. And then I went undecided knowing I wanted to go to advertising. But it seemed like you recognized that media and cinema studies that ties hand in hand. And that could give you, and, it, and it, it probably has, but if you can, you know, if you tell that in your narrative of an interview or you talk about what that differentiates you as, yeah. that's huge. So that's Definitely. so interesting. And then you did a minor in PR. Yes. That's mm -hmm. what I did too. Yeah. And I'm also pursuing a sports media certificate as well. So there's definitely tie-ins there too, which is crazy just in the media sphere. So just trying to get as much of a holistic view as I can. Fantastic. Yeah. And I did the media sales certificate, which nice, was man. like three classes. So, okay. So I want to loop it back now. So you you recognized that you wanted to pursue advertising. You saw media, media uh, and cinema studies. There's this parallel. So what did you get involved with in AAF um, you know, from an early start? To run that to us who is listening, how you paired that advertising experience in there with it. Yeah. Um, so my freshman year, I kind of started off really timid, um, getting my feet wet a little bit into advertising. I was a member of AdBuzz, which is a committee. Um, they were kind of more that PR focus, um, being the voice of certain agencies and like committees on campus. I know the, I don't know if it's a company or if it's just like a club. The first one that I worked on was really um, Boys and Girls Club. And then I also did a few other small like club committees on campus. But then my sophomore year, I kind of transitioned. Um, I was a member of Midnight Oil with you. So shout yeah. out, shout out to my guy, Shirag, yeah. uh, Ellie and a couple others. That was a great experience. It taught me a lot. So um, yeah, just getting my feet wet a little bit. And then my junior year, I kind of transitioned to um, a little bit, I don't want to say higher status role, but just more responsibility, just learning more of what it takes to kind of run an agency and do different functions um, within advertising. I was a project manager for national student advertising competition. Um, we worked on a campaign for Adobe and yeah, it was, it's just been a crazy ride so far. I've had a lot of great experiences, a lot of great opportunities and met a lot of great people. Absolutely. And that's what it does for you. If you go out there as a student and you seek out these opportunities and you express interest, that's really all you have to do. Um, yeah, you know, you have to true. work hard, but like to get started, um, you just kind of have to go up to the person that's running it now or the, before you, and you kind of just got to talk to them like, Hey, and let them know that you're interested in stepping up. You want more responsibility. And you know, nine out of 10 times that person's exactly. gonna be like, all right, let's do this. Like, yeah. I'll Cause who's going to turn down somebody that's just inquisitive and wants to learn more. Like that just doesn't make any sense, you know? So if you've got the capability and you're willing to learn and put in the, the work and the effort, mm -hmm. then um, 
honestly, anything is possible. 100%. And yeah, it just starts off with letting them know and as assuming that you have the time to do something or make the time to do it, you'll be fine. So yeah, and you're you're living proof of that. And so NSAC or um, NSAC is what they want us to call it. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I always forget. But uh, how was that experience? Uh, you know, run that, you know, that's run what that is in a nutshell, just a brief overview of what that looked yeah. like for the audience that might not know it but every school most schools should have it but mm -hmm. yeah um, most, most across us. the country do so um i just say that you're given a client at the beginning of the year and you kind of have your own agency you work with everyone on your team um in different departments media research strategy creative um you just leverage everyone's different talents put together your own campaign for the assigned client and then you present it. But this year um, we had a great experience. Honestly, I learned so much from the team that I had um, and the kind of professors that worked with us. It was just a really great experience. It taught me a lot, but unfortunately this year we weren't able to submit our campaign due to technicalities with COVID, but we did some great work for Adobe. Um, it didn't get it out into the world, but then again, we put in all that effort. We did so much research, conducted so many surveys, different things like that. It was just a great learning experience and it taught me so much. So what uh, what are some of those takeaways? Because I heard about that and I know you guys worked hard. So how do you really feel about that? Are you, are you Do you get a little bit angry? Is there some resentment or, you know, you can be honest. Like, yeah, what, I would what, definitely what, say there's no, no, no anger, no resentment. Um, like I said earlier, it was just a learning opportunity. It was really my first time stepping into a executive role on an advertising project. So if anything, it was a learning opportunity. Um, like I said, I just learned so much working with the team and everything is not going to always go how you yeah. planned it, especially COVID that threw us so many curveballs. And I mean, throughout the year, there was a bunch of different little bumps in the road, but we managed to get through most of them. And even though we couldn't submit the campaign in the end, um, we did a lot of great work. I met so many great people and it was just an awesome experience. So I wouldn't I wouldn't change it or take it back for anything in the world. Yeah. And to to learn all that and have that wrapped up in a package and in your head fresh as a junior where you know life hasn't really started completely you're not you know you're not salaried you're exactly not, you're fine and now you can apply that you can apply that to next year and and i hope you i i hope you take on that role again next year or at least apply for it or however that works and uh bring home the gold championship medal for you <laughs> or however that yeah happens. hopefully the nsac team in 2020 wins the gold so are you guys gonna uh now i'm just curious is that going to be a smaller agency now? You have to have some takeaways, some some constant like or some concrete changes that you're going to make. Are you yeah. going to, what are those going to be? I'm just curious now. So I can tell you right now that I will not be stepping on as a member of the exec board for next year. Um, we've got a nice team stepping in, a lot of returning members from the team this year, but um, there was a lot of struggle between having it as a class or having it as a club this past year sure. um so when it was not a class there was really no professors other than steve hall working with us to kind of lay everything out get everything situated and figure out like our direction in terms of strategy and all that sure. but um 
yeah, once we kind of decided that it would be a class, we had another professor, Brittany Duff, step in. She was awesome. Uh, she helped us out every step of the way. And I'd say the biggest takeaway for this year is just make sure that the agency is a good enough size to where you can communicate effectively with everyone. Everyone knows that their task, what they need to do, um, and just just different things like that, because it all comes down to organization. And at the end of the day, if you're not organized, then you can't put out a good product, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think with Midnight Oil, the agency that I ran, it was easy because it was a consistent uh, agency structure where we <laughs> just kind of filled in the pieces um, and it was kind of expected. So with NSAC, I know that was more of a transition, like thinking about classroom versus um, club. Yeah. So, hey, man, but I'd say that you you guys did a great job with MO this year. So give yourself some credit. Give yourself a pat on the back because it's not easy to be in that executive role, taking on all that responsibility. So yep. you definitely did a great job, man. Appreciate it. And you too. Um, and this whole Thank COVID you. thing does not make anything easy. Uh, had, <laughs> not at we, all. We had a tr transition online. And I'm sure now that you, your internship, where were you planning on going? You were planning on going to Portland or New York? I was actually offered by MAPE. So for those who aren't familiar, the MAPE program, Multicultural Advertising Intern Program. So it helps a lot of people of color get their foot in the door into the advertising industry. But um, I actually was offered by Open Mind Worldwide, which is a media agency out of New York. Um, and some changes went down and my offer switched up and the opportunity arose for me to kind of make the step to go to Portland and go to Wyden. So I accepted that offer instantly because I knew Wyden was a great shop creatively, um, just all around, honestly, just the name itself. Wyden carries so much prestige. So mm -hmm. I was like, if I have the opportunity, then I'm just going to go there, do my best and see what comes out of it. So, yeah, it's been a crazy ride. COVID has derailed some things, but it's not the end of the road. So you had. All right, let's run it back. You had this. So Mate <laughs> gave you this opportunity to do Open Mind. Was that what it was called? Open Mind Worldwide. Yeah. Okay. So they said, "All right, you're coming to New York. We're super excited. This is it." And you're like, "All right, this is dope. Like, this is my this is my shot." Then things flipped up. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, Wyden's like, "Oh, we want you." How did that exactly. work? <laughs> How I'm not going to get into the details because it's it's a okay. whole story and it's too much to kind of go over for this podcast. But honestly, I'm just feeling so blessed, so thankful that I got this opportunity. And I'm I'm honestly just going to do the best that I can. And um, I'm learning a lot. So it's been a great experience thus far. I'm going on week four, which is crazy. So, yeah, man, it's been it's been a ride. OK, OK. So you're kind of you're kind of holding some things back and I respect that. Uh, let me try to pry some little things open. Did they reach out to you or did you reach out to them or was it mutual? How did that, can you just give me like kind of like that situation? Cause I'm so, so impressed and so, uh, curious about it. Um, I will say that there was a mutual interest in both parties. Nice. Um, but there are some details that I do not want to give away. So, okay. I respect um, that. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it was just, it was a crazy, crazy situation and things worked out in my favor. So I'm just really blessed and thankful for this opportunity, man. And yeah. Yeah. Well, what a cool, what a cool little opportunity. I mean, not little, large opportunity. Um, so you said this is your fourth week. When did you end? 
Um, I think my offer letter is signed until August like 16th, so mid-August. Yeah. Nice. What a yeah. And then back in back in Champagne in the fall. That, Dude, that yeah. Who knows with all this stuff going on? Classes are going to be modified, and mm-hmm. it's going to be crazy for my senior year too, which is crazy. Yeah, I, I think they said they're doing a mix of uh, in person and online. Yeah. Last uh, large mass email they sent out. Yeah, we'll see what happens, but it'll just be it'll be a learning curve adjusting to potentially having more online classes and even moving around campus is going to be different, too, because I went back actually maybe two weeks ago and it's Mm -hmm. almost like a ghost town there, which is crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's it's also summer, but it's significantly going to be less people on campus. um, Yeah. Which, you know, would you just kind of got to roll with it? Um, And the whole world is kind of rolling with it now. Um, and hopefully we see improvements in the future. Uh, I have no clue. I'm not a health professional, <laughs> but, um, so you are doing a, with the wide and you're doing a media residency. Media yeah. Like media and comms planning. Okay. So media and comms planning. Um, is that what you wanted to go into or have you, you know, did you have that idea as a media and cinema studies or media focus? Was that yeah. like bread and that's, butter? That's pretty much, uh, where it, started i'd say because of my major media studies Mm -hmm. um i've just been interested in different media entities like buying in whether that's like tv spots advertisements on billboards out of home um all those different types like there's a lot of tie-ins that media has in terms of the planning and the buying whether that's budgeting and doing other things like that so um that's pretty much what piqued my interest and when i applied to the mate program I put down my first year and that's pretty much what the media and comms planning role turned into at Widen for me. Nice, nice. So you you kind of broke up there for one second. You said you applied to the MAPE, you pl- and then I kind of you kind of broke off there. So if you want Yeah, to okay, that. can you hear me? Yep. Yeah, so um I applied to the media and buy, media, media buying and planning um mm-hmm. like position at MAPE and it's what turned into the media and comms planning role for me at Widen. Gotcha. Okay. That's what I thought you said. Uh, I just want to get that for clarity. So yeah, sorry. Wi-Fi is a little janky. It happens. You know, I prefer the Google Hangouts over Zoom. That's just my, my <laughs> phone. Maybe I'll get in trouble. I don't know. Um, and, you know, I'm sure you're loving the Widen residency, residency internship there. Um, yeah. Are you allowed to talk about clients or... Um, maybe about an overview of what you're like doing there, whatever you're comfortable with sharing. Yeah, I could go over an overview. I don't want to get too granular yeah. just because of yeah, no, confidentiality. Yeah. So yeah. Let's go high, high overview of maybe, you know, what you're working on or just your day, your responsibilities. You don't even have to give me the, the direct um, yeah. items that you're working on, just responsibilities. I'd say it's pretty much uh, similar to a lot of the advertising courses that I took at U of I and I'm currently still taking, um, just working on decks, presentations, doing research on Comscore, MRI. Um, we recently started using a platform called YouGov. They do some brand research surveys. So just pulling that information, understanding the customer, and then making plans based on what you see on how people are reacting in different situations to different ethnicities, to different areas. And yeah, just making educated decisions based on that. Nice. So a lot of a lot of uh, 
data and insights uh, deriving from that data. So I'm sure that's got to be incredible to have access to such um, amazing uh, content. And I'm sure they have. Yeah, I honestly had no idea that data was that in depth, but now I'm seeing in clear light that data drives advertising 150%. Yep, yep. And that's, I kind of had that realization when I interned at a health media agency where the clients were large pharmaceutical brands that have billions of dollars and are not afraid to spend it on research. Yeah, and that's what they do. So I kind of got that punch to the face. <laughs> uh, <laughs> to earlier. put it lightly. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, it's glorified, you know, strategy and creative work. It, you know, that's so important too, though. And especially at Wyden, you guys are the shop to be at, as you said. Yeah, they were uh, showing some ads to us that were made kind of over this COVID period, the pandemic, um, that a lot of the clients had to shoot without being there physically so it was like a challenge for them but they came out great so people are navigating the pandemic as best as they can and making the best work possible yeah so all right let's talk about now then um you know what did you talk about like or you know if you want to talk about it, like what did you talk about in your interview with wyden or just for the mate program what were some of those founding um stories that you shared um that got you hired because obviously you're successful. You broke in. Um, you had a, a large break in. Yeah. I mean, you know, interning is a break in. It's hard to get interns. It's hard to get it at Widen. So what were those what were those components in your storytelling and your narrative in an interview? I just say that it's pretty much a lot of the same stuff that I said, um, just as in terms of my background, the different projects that I've worked on, the experience that I've gained over the years. Um, like I haven't been a true advertising student, but all the things that I've been studying are very applicable and I think they're very relevant to the industry. And in terms of widen, they look for people who come from diverse backgrounds, who have different perspectives. They wanna see the entire sphere of the human condition, honestly, that's what I would say. And so I definitely say that I fit the mold for a person who um, comes from a diverse background, who has different perspectives, who sees the world in a different way. Um, so I wouldn't say that I sugarcoated it or said anything special, just being true to myself and um, talking about my my qualifications. That's that's really all there is to it, you know? Yeah. And being proud of it. So exactly. Yeah. Amazing. Then. All right. I want to go into now. What are the resources that you follow? I mean, you've obviously are a knowledgeable student. Um, you have a great internship. You have a lot of great experiences. What do you What do you do when I know you're probably interning now and you're busy? But when you were at home and you were kind of in your um, twilight period of you know school and internship, what did you follow? What do you follow today? Yeah, it doesn't have to just be advertising related, just culture stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, first of all, I want to give a shout out to Natalie Kim for We Are Next. Yeah. Um, she actually gave a lunch and learn talk with us last week. So she's awesome. She pretty much runs the whole program by herself, which is crazy, but she just provides a lot of good job postings, resources for students that are trying to break in, like you're saying, into the advertising industry, into communications, into pretty much just that whole media sector. So that's been a great resource, just looking to see what's available, what's out there. Um, yep. and I mean, I'm, I'm a really big fan of television. I'm a really big fan of film. 
So I really just try to keep up and apply to as many like TNT internships, HBO, Hulu, Netflix, anything media related that I could find. I was putting my name down and trying to get my foot in the door. So breaking in is the hardest part. But once you get in, then things get easier along the way. Yeah. Yeah. What is your um, what's your five year plan look like? Oh man, this is this is a tough one right here. Five year plan. I'm I can say that I'm a planner, but in terms of profession, I have a dream, but I don't know if I have all the steps planned out yet. So Okay, what's the end goal in your five year or whatever? What's your end goal? End goal, I want to be a brand executive at HBO. Nice. I've I've always wanted to work for a television network or a film studio, honestly, uh, A24 would be another one. Vice News would be another one. Um, just the stories that they tell, similar to Wyden, just providing a unique perspective, um, looking into people from across the world, how their perspectives, how their lives, and just the things that they do on a day-to-day basis are different than what we experience here in America. Because um, I think we get really desensitized and just get too comfortable with the lives that we live. So just providing like, and a nice snapshot into something different is is what I would just love to do on a day to day basis. Yeah. And I'm sure you're going to be doing that at Widen this summer. Yeah. I've already started a little bit just um, trying to uncover some person of color media entities to kind of branch out just a little bit. So things aren't as traditional, um, just expanding the audience and trying to reach a more diverse audience. Um, yeah, just across the board. And you you mentioned to me before the interview, you're kind of highlighting these person of color businesses, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you talk more about that? Yeah, just um, trying to trying to branch out. Um, I think in advertising, especially, there's a lot of comfortability with going with the the norm option. I'd say just the one that you're used to. Um, so branching out, trying to find some different person of color owned media entities, okay, giving so like them funding. Yeah, exactly. Vendors giving them funding to kind of elevate their brand, tell their stories because stories are usually told in a cookie cutter way. And there's a lot of creators out there that tell great stories, but don't have the platform to really get that story out there to a mass audience. So um, I think that that's a goal that Wyden is trying to kind of get behind. And that's a goal that I think the entire advertising industry should be trying to get behind, especially at this pivotal time with Black Lives Matter um, and all the social changes that are happening in the U.S. And I think I remember from a media and cinema studies class I took, I think there's one quote that I remember, and I'm probably going to butcher it, but the, <laughs> it, it, I mean, diversity, you need diversity behind the camera in order to show diversity in the camera. Or, yes, um, 100%. Of the camera. Um, it's just so important. So if we can do that in advertising, that's the first goal. I mean, we need to do that for storytelling. Yeah. Um, just to get to that audience out there because it's not just one audience watching our ads. Exactly. Yeah. There's so many different types of people around the world and they have different perspectives. They bring so much to the table. So their their views, their perspectives and the things that they go through on a day to day basis need to be represented as well. Nice. Okay. And I like that you mentioned, um, you, you know, you want to be an HBO brand executive. What? Um, Lead us off with maybe two or three shows we should be watching quarantine on HBO or whatever. Oh, this is perfect, man. This is the best question of this entire interview. I'm loving it. I got recommendations for days. Good. We'll make a (laughs) note this to Buchan. 
who's listening <laughs> now, we're going to have a section on the Instagram post with his top 10 recommendations. For, That's uh, perfect. Right I'll compile so the list, list for you right now. We'll have that in the resources section, but give us three right now to tease. Yeah. Okay. So number one, I just finished the show probably two weeks ago, binged both seasons within two days. Rami on Hulu, R-A-M-Y. It's about a Muslim American who is kind of juggling his cultural identities. Um, he's Egyptian, so he kind of goes overseas, gets in touch with his roots, and then comes back to America and is trying to just navigate how different it is um, coming from a cultural background and then trying to integrate what he is overseas and his roots into being an American. So it's an amazing show. Um, they actually won an Emmy for season one nice. and they have a really high name cast. Nice. Okay. Rami number two, number two, I'm going to go with midnight gospel on Netflix. Um, it is actually a podcast like we're doing right now, layered over with some animated visuals. Um, I'm not sure. I think the guy's name is Dustin. Uh, he appeared on the Joe Rogan show. He's really insightful. Um, he talks about a lot of different relevant things, uh, life, death, drugs, alcohol, um, changing your perspective of the world, just seeing things in a different light. And it's just like really crazy how they tell stories on that show. And I think it would re resonate with uh, anybody who's listening to this podcast right now. So you should definitely check it out. All right. Midnight Gospel number two. What's number three? Number three, I'm going to go with a more conventional uh, selection. I'm going to say Ozark. Um, that's been one that's Never seen it. Oh, come on. <laughs> I crushed that one. <laughs> hey, that it's one. still it's still a valid selection, though. But yeah. it's a great show if you guys haven't watched it. So you should definitely check that one out. Jason Bateman. Marty Bird. Where did he where did Marty Bird go to college? Dude, I don't know. Did he go to U of I? University of Illinois? No way. I forgot. I think it was on like season two or three. I don't know where it is, uh, but in his office, there is a U of I business diploma. And it was oh, wow. Business. Obviously, it was just business. But I like that fun little fact. I, I like to call that out. Yeah, we got it's Nick Offerman. Uh, we got Jason Bateman. We got well, Jason Bateman. I don't think Jason Bateman went there. I think his character, Marty Bird, oh, went there. Okay. Just the I character. went there. No. Uh, sorry to burst your bubble. Well, yeah, bubble popped. <laughs> <laughs> but we got Nick Offerman. Yeah. And hey, then soon to be say. Devin Riley and maybe Gino Schoenberger. But we're going to get up more. there. Don't worry about us. We'll be all right. Yeah, we'll take our time. <laughs> then, uh, all right. Final piece of advice for students out there that they can apply their life at this minute. Yeah, I would definitely say, uh, like we talked about, five-year plan. If you can plan as far ahead as possible because it'll just help you out in the long run you don't have to worry about stressing about applying to this internship and doing this and doing that just have a clear picture in your head of what you want to do and take every step that you can to get to that goal that's really all it is be true to yourself be true to what you like what you want to do um just be authentic be you and good things will happen nothing bad will come out of that that's right have a north star have something guiding you. Yes, I, exactly. I, I, I read that somewhere. I, I don't remember, but uh, I like it's true. it a lot. And it's not easy with COVID, but COVID is temporary, my friends. Honestly, I, I think COVID is a, a North Star, a needed North Star for a lot of people. Honestly, just being at home, you need to focus on different things. You can't go out to the bars every night. You can't do this. Like, Just focus on what you want to do. 
take active steps toward it. And honestly, if you do that, good things will come out of it. So just like you said, have a North Star. Devin, you're a superstar. Oh, speaking of stars, thank so thank you, you thank so you. much for coming on the Breaking Entering podcast. Is it okay if I share your LinkedIn profile to the audience so they can reach out and ask questions? Of course. Yeah. Feel free to add me on LinkedIn. And if you find me on any social channels, that would be great too. So I appreciate everyone for listening. All right. Well, take care. Thank you again. This has been the Breaking and Entering Podcast. episode of the breaking and entering podcast shout out to Devin Riley for being an amazing guest and to students out there please reach out to him on LinkedIn I will keep his information in the bio so don't be afraid to reach out great guy super involved and he can help you find your internship um, have to give a shout out to Buchan John the creative director for this podcast go to entering ad on Instagram to see his work all the cover art done by him and then, of course, Mikey Malarkey, the audio technician. He splices the show together. He does it all. Can't do it without these two guys. So thank you to you guys again. The next episode will be with a professor at the University of Illinois. And I know we're doing a lot of University of Illinois stuff, but this guy, um, he's special. He did a lot of work with the Olympic Games of 2002, Salt Lake City. Thank you.